right. The theme music will play. There it is. Oh, sexy. I like how we just use the same theme music for any fucking shows we do anymore. It's WrestleMania post show with myself, Think So Joe, and G of the Internet. Oh my lord. I actually am on a show about a show that I only watched half of. Well, <laughs> yeah. 75% of. I had my eyeball on I, the last three matches I, while I was watching. I tell you, man, I've, been, Dead, I've so. been on Twitter all night, and I've been looking at the trending topics, and as soon as 9 o'clock hit, WrestleMania went from, like, the top trend to, like, not even on the list, and everything was Walking Dead. Yep. There was the occasional WrestleMania t- trend. Um, like, the Bray Wyatt and Undertaker match trended number one. Like, Ronda Rousey just trended for, like, a minute, like, down towards the bottom when she came out with The Rock, which was a cool WrestleMania moment for me. I noticed that. Now, that segment was very long. It um, was. It I was, didn't it was hear any long. of it. I noticed uh, Ronda attacked Triple H. Uh, yeah, uh, Stephanie McMahon and, and Triple H, they came out and they said, we own all of you and we own all of this, and The Rock came out and said, no, you don't own the people. And Stephanie slapped him and said, get out of here, and he went and got Ronda Rousey, and she got in the ring and, like, hip-tossed Triple H and grabbed Stephanie by the arm. Oh, armbar. That's it. That is her finishing move. She, she didn't get her armbar, but she did have her by the arm, and it's like, you know what I could do to you, pretty much. Extreme Rules is trending right now for some reason. <laughs> is, that's the, uh, is that the next pay-per-view? That's, that's the next pay-per-view. I think people want to see it Wait. because, like, you know, that, that kind of, that ending. That ending yeah, of WrestleMania. I, I, uh, I, I, paid, I was paying a little more attention once the other show ended. Right. And uh, I, I like the ending. I, 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 I don't know where they go from here. Um, I guess they made everybody kind of come across strong, and I suppose that's... I can't complain about that, in a sense, because you have, you know, the two guys in the match beating the living crap out of each other. And that's good, because that means both of them walk away, you know, with, with a, good, a good persona, a good, you know, I guess, strength level. Their spirit <laughs> meter is still high. And uh, you have the perfect, you know, opportunist, the architect moment for Seth Rollins, even though he lost to Randy Orton. And that's, that's where, that's where I have to wonder where the program goes. Are we going to have now Orton going for the title, or is it Reigns going for the title? That's what left me scratching my head a little bit with the finish. Uh, it's it, the, the good thing is it it really didn't make anybody look bad. You're you're right. It, it, it the strength level that we've talked about for uh, quite a while with Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, like if if you know we have to make Reigns look really really strong because he's going to uh, you know beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship, mm-hmm. which of course would have made him like look even better than the Undertaker because he kicked out after three F fives. And he still came back in for that spear at the end, but... Yeah, well, I don't, how many Superman punches? There was a few, I think. Two, at least? Uh, three, at least. Yeah, okay. 
a lot of a lot of finishing moves. So it it kind of puts both guys at I guess a similar level. It's what we're left with, which again isn't a bad thing, but I just I don't know how it's the Orton thing that leaves me scratching my head. Like if if Reigns and 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 Lesnar still had the similar outcome, but I don't know. It's Orton. Orton's the one element I just don't get because now now that seems to be the program. Is that ideal? With, with Orton going against uh, Rollins? Is that where you think it's well, going to go? He beat him tonight. He, so, he did. You know, you, you have to ask the question, I guess. Well, I, I was kind of... I didn't even... It, Orton didn't even cross my mind, to be honest with you. It was like, okay, wait. So, Seth Rollins just beat Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Lesnar doesn't have to show up right away. Uh, well, you know what? What I was thinking was Reigns was going to win and Rollins was going to cash in. And I, I figure, okay, well, that means Brock can go away for a little while till like, SummerSlam, and Reigns and Rollins can feud over the title because it would have been Rollins that beat Reigns for the title, and Reigns gets his rematch. But obviously that uh, that just didn't happen that way. Uh, I thought it was interesting with the, uh, with the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase, and he cashed it in in the middle of a match. You haven't seen that before. That's true. Uh, and have, have we ever actually seen a cash-in at WrestleMania? This is the first WrestleMania cash-in. So we, we have the uh, a number of precedents to set, then. I guess the lack of a better way to put it. Uh, and that's cool. I mean, I I thought we got a pretty good show overall. And the ending was a surprise, but not a bad surprise. I, I, I honestly... Uh, I, I, I just and the time I spent and the bit that I watched and again I'm not gonna you know pretend that I watched the whole thing here right. folks I openly admitted that I, I had my eyeballs on a different show but nonetheless I, I do think what we said earlier this uh, well for you guys it was mid-afternoon for me it felt like this morning Right. <laughs> we got a good show and we have a hell of a, a raw to look forward to tomorrow because we have a bunch of questions and that's good certainly and Brian had pointed out during the show that we kind of went into today's podcast like, well, this is, you know, we don't really give a shit. But we all kind of had this level of, we don't give a shit, but we kind of do because we don't really know what's going to happen. And this could be exciting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I wouldn't say that overall it disappointed. I think uh, we had a, we had a pretty good WrestleMania for, for once. So, I guess, uh, you know, we've kind of started with the bigger issues, but we may, may as well look at, I guess, the card as a whole. You guys were in line for a while getting sandwiches or some sort of food. Yeah, we for were. The, the first pre-show, the YouTube show. Right. And you really missed nothing. It was just banter, um, Booker T, uh, Corey Graves, Renee Young, and... I don't know. Let's just say Apu, <laughs> and and they uh, they did their typical opening bit. If we need, you know the old school style where you don't have a match, you just have all the the hype and all that crap. So there's nothing there. And then we got into the second quote unquote uh, pre-show, which was exclusive to the network, not on YouTube. Okay, just off, before we even get into the matches, I actually found that interesting because this is the first time in a while that they did a, a pre-show, um, well, 
two pre-show shows. Pre two, two pre-shows, excuse me. Uh, but this is the first one that they haven't done free on YouTube, which I, I actually did find that interesting in itself. It kind of, it's kind of, um, I, I think I was smart. I think that it was a good move. I know they're pushing the network. I know I'm cynical on the show on a regular basis. And normally, in the morning show, I'm the heel uh, guy on the show who does the notes and comes in and makes fun of people and, and rips on you, Joe. But tonight, I'm not going to do that because right. it's a special one-off <laughs> we do every year. Um, I thought that was actually brilliant. I, th I think that if they really want this thing to work, you know, assholes like me will have to pay for it. Um, <coughs> pay for it. But nonetheless... Did you manage to catch? Did you guys get home in time for the uh, the opening? Yeah, we, we got okay. home right about the uh, right about the end of the first pre-show, uh, like just in time to see Tom Phillips talk to Lita in the social media lounge, which is like, oh, the Ask Lita thing. Okay, yeah, we we got to we got to see the end of that. Um, yeah, all dandy segment, excellent. And, okay. and we're we're sitting there like, oh, okay, we we get to see Lita. <laughs> <laughs> well, she looked fine. She didn't have a date the other night, you know. Yeah. We're we're both uh, big fans of Lita, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we did get to catch the uh, the tag title match, uh, which was confusing. Yeah, it was good. I uh, but confusing, but it, I I mean it was it was both. It, you know, I mean it it, it was when you have that many guys in the ring, it's it becomes a bit of a cluster, essentially. But there was there was some serious interesting spots going on. I, I don't even know how to describe that. What was it, like, six-guy suplex thing? Yeah. I guess. Is that what the move's called? I think that's the official name of the move. I um, guess. I, I, six. Just by that point, it's like, who the fuck is legal? I don't even know yeah. what the referee knows. And all I know is Cesaro got the pin. They took, they, they, uh, they took care of that shoulder issue with the Usos right away. That yeah, and then that was a wise move. If he's if he's hurt, that they they still managed to get the Usos because of their popularity involved, but find a way to just kind of get rid of them. Uh, that I I had no real issue with that. We I mean we we knew he had a potential to be like completely written out of the program, and as as much shit as I give the uh, the Usos on occasion, they are good workers. Obviously, it's not. <laughs> it, it's it's not their fault the the booking is the way they present their characters is bland it's the guys in the ring can go and there's no argument there and and you know what the the non-injured one it was uh uh jay that was hurt right so right. he played quite a big role on the night show regardless i mean i mean they they even the announcers are like wait which was that <laughs> yeah. Like it was, it was just it, nobody knew who was legal. It was confusing, but Cesaro won, so I don't really care. I'm happy about that. The the right team won, in my opinion. I don't know if anybody else feels the same. How about you guys in the chat? Don't don't uh, don't be shy in the chat. If you guys start, oh, we got ch chatters. We've nice. Got a, we've got a couple of them. Three of them. I should I should hop in there. Barkley you may want to have some things to say. Somebody just I let him watch the the Walking Dead with me tonight. He's somebody, a big fan. Somebody just asked if we're reading the comments, but I'm reading the chat box. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading the chat box. Don't, uh... I, I, I'm actually reading it for once. It's usually JT that's telling me what's going on, but he's not here, so I kind of had to do it. So yeah, I'm, I'm reading the chat box. If you guys want to jump in and say anything, let me know, man. 
Um, I'm I could keep track of the outrage on the Reddits as well. I so did not go on Reddit tonight. I know you told me to go on Reddit tonight, but I did not, and I because I was kind of like trying to pay attention to the show, and I'm also concerned about like you know my my friend because I haven't heard from her all day. Uh, oh, okay. So I was kind of oh like, hey no, number number one post on uh, Squared Circle Jerk is number of pants jit or number of pants covered inches after that WrestleMania ending. <laughs> Excellent. Tynus in the in the chat he says yo dudes I'm in Ireland it's 4:45 a.m. and I have to get up for school at 7 a.m. <laughs> so, uh, don't don't sleep sleep in uh, class yeah stay up uh, th- thanks for staying up with us man I really appreciate that 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 means a lot to me because you know <laughs> nobody listens to our afternoon show Tynus what's your favorite uh, moment of the evening what what did you mark off for most since you're staying up we'll uh, we'll put you on the air bud. Yeah, he's. We gotta give him a couple of seconds. He's. I think they're on like a five-second delay on. The <laughs> oh yeah, I know, I know. I'm throwing so. it out there. Well, I, I got it open too. I'll, I'll make sure I, I hop yeah. back onto it. There you know, you are, I see you. G of Internet. We, we, we got a t- the outcome. You know, the the tag champions retain, and that's cool. I, I'm totally fine with that. Fact. It's it's G of Dat Internet. I see you in the chat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I I usually don't go in the chat, but I. Tonight it was like, okay, let's see how many people are in the chat listening live, because the only way to listen live is being in the chat, which is, it's cool, because we can see it, we, we know you're listening, or at least chatting. <laughs> but uh, uh, How about, uh, well, anything else you want to say about the, uh, the, the tag match here at all? I, I really enjoyed it, I, I, I'm glad Kid and Cesaro went over, uh, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, we we got to see the swing into the drop kick like we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yes. And, and another thing that became kind of obvious during the uh, the opening match, we started to get shots at the arena, and we got the uh, the, the Pepsi logo, which of course became an amusing little gag, CM Punk style, of course. The only I, thing I, I don't know, I don't know if you paid attention to that, but that that was a thing. The only meme I really saw tonight, because I, I really wasn't paying attention. I was on Twitter for a little bit, but I was really just you know checking see what the trends are because I do that during like the big pay per views. Uh, the only meme I really saw was Hideo Itami looking at the Big Show, and it says Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so that was that was good. That was certainly funny. Tynus loved um, it when Reigns yeah, getting, getting, getting into the, the arm bar here. Yeah. And uh, I noticed Tynus just responded if you want to give him uh, a little love. Yeah, he he, uh, he loved it when Reigns kicked out of three F5s. <laughs> I didn't, personally, but hey, whatever. <laughs> Some people actually like the guy, and that's cool. That's Everybody's got their own, you know. Well, we've noted before, again, cynicism aside, um, and you actually pointed this out, you know, I, I, last year we would have been rooting for Reigns. It's just the build that kind of soured a lot of us internet fans. And, yeah. And, and and I don't I don't put that on the guys. I I, I I'm going to and I, this is the real cynical person to me. It's no no characters on tonight's episode again. I put it on Vince, man. And uh, you know, more power to Reigns to get better. Hopefully. He comes away from this with a little less hate from the, from the internet wrestling community because he's he's new to the game and he has a lot of potential. Just stop stop making him tell fucking Jack and the Beanstalk fucking stories. That that's all we want. We let him let him just shoot from the hip. Uh, he he doesn't he doesn't like Reigns, but he can't stand Lesnar. He says now this is the thing I found interesting, and and I pointed it out to Brian while we were watching is. 
aside from a few kicks here and there and a few punches, Reigns' entire offense was Superman punches and spears. It, it really West, was. Uh, Lesnar's was very much focused on suplexes, of course. But he was doing various suplexes. It's not like he just did 16 Germans again. True. But the fans were chanting True. 14 more when he hit uh, two of them. <laughs> you know? uh, but back to the... Uh, we were going to get into the armbar. Andre Rusimov Memorial Battle Royal for the uninitiated here for our show. Uh, we call it the armbar. Uh, the big show... The Dean Malenko Memorial Classic, even though he's not dead. <laughs> uh, the Big Show won, last by eliminating Damian Mizdow. You know, I was okay with the finish. Um, Mizdow winning would have been probably a little bit more pleasing to the palette. Uh, it, but we got our moment, we got the return, and, and they've put a lot of focus on it. And it was minutes, like minutes of time in the ring where... You know, Sandow and, and Miz were at odds with each other, and Show is just kind of sitting back laughing, you know, it off. And just, and it, in a way, it kind of made the ending better. That shows was so nonchalant, as much as it's terrible with him crying, sobbing in the ring, and turning every second episode. Right. It's, it's the Andre the Giant. In some ways, it kind of makes sense that you know, the second coming of that char- type of character would pick up a win in that scenario as well. And, and I, I honestly don't feel like Damien Sandow came across looking weak. Like, he put up a serious amount of offense against the Big Show in this particular for, final uh, for a minute there, I, of the match. For a minute there, I thought he was going to do the... Uh, I don't want to say the Benoit win, but, but that's the famous one from the Royal Rumble. I thought he was going to do the exact same thing because that's how Big Show gets eliminated in every battle royal is somebody grabs him by the neck, gets him in a headlock, he puts him over the rope, and they just pull him down. I thought that was going to happen. But as Tynus points out in the chat, it was obvious that he was going to win the battle royal from the start. And and not just because he was continuing his legacy. I just saw that post. Not just because he was continuing, it would be continuing his legacy, but because at the beginning of the match, they said Big Show has never won a battle royal in WWE. Oh, I missed that during the commentary open. Okay. Yeah. They mentioned during the commentary, Big Show has never won a battle royal in WWE. So it was kind of like, oh, well, they just gave it away. Because why would you give us that stat now and never before? Yeah, why would they mention that at all? That's a good point. That's a great point. I didn't even even notice that part. So uh, that's on me there. Um, Well, then, even more so, I'm fine with it. we, We got the spot we wanted, and... To be honest with you, it, it's okay with me if Show gets it. We know he's on the twilight of his career. Yeah. Like, realistically, I, I, <laughs> I don't know how much longer he can go. It's the size and girth. It's amazing he still is going, you know? Okay. Um, well, we're getting prompted here, and I think it's a good time to move on unless you have anything else you want to note. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. That's just our producer tonight, I, folks. I it's guess. pretty cool. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have to set up show notes. I like this. It's cool, man. So, he, needs to, he needs to be on on Sundays in the chat where we're, ta- where we're talking. Keep us moving along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did enjoy okay, a ladder I, match. I'm, I'm uh, good with Andre seven, winning. Seven minutes for the ring, one to leave. I'm good, with the, I'm good with the Battle Royal. I'm good with the ladder match. The ladder match I really enjoyed. This I, at, the, at the point the, the ladder match came on, like knowing that I was gonna bow out for a little bit, right? 
I was I was joking, saying it's like they almost want me to watch The Walking Dead later, you know. The <laughs> it, it was funny the timing of things because all this good stuff happened in the first hour, and then The Walking Dead would come on. Yeah, and, I know, first, I know. The first two hours, bizarre. I guess, right? Cause and I'm not going to spoil any of that show, but it was excellent, and I enjoyed myself. I honestly, I'm sorry, folks. I don't regret my decision. <laughs> And and Joe, we may or may not recruit you yet, but I will tell you this, and again, it's not a spoiler, it's just simply this. The first episode had a major connection to tonight's episode, five seasons in. Go figure. Storytelling. Fact. I, I did see anyway, one. Of the, I did see one. That's of the, it. That's all I'm saying. I saw one of the tre- one of the trends on Twitter was the two characters from the first episode. So I'm like, oh, okay. I know who those guys are now. Uh, JT actually did post a spoiler on Facebook. And, uh, and JT. But but it's it's not a major spoiler. Okay. It's okay, just I'm not. I'm not gonna allow. I won't. I will not comment on anything other than what I said because I don't want to be that guy. There were, the onus, there, I don't. I, I don't think it gives away anything important. It was just that The Walking Dead was ninety-one minutes instead of ninety. <laughs> okay, that, that's true. There, there's they have little bonus segments, I guess. Like I can say that without spoiling anything. Where so you gotta, it's not officially part of the show. You got a Walking and, and Dead fan in the chat too. Not everything is officially part of the show because. But now we're talking about the official show being Russell Media. Yeah. Well, you, you've uh, got a you've got a fellow uh, Walking Dead fan in the chat. He said uh, it was the hardest decision he ever had to make to choose between. I won't. I will not spoil his time and stuff. Yeah, we're, we're, not, that we're, we're not going to give any. Sure. I'm not going to give any. Earth name. <laughs> I, I, will, I, I honestly will never intentionally spoil. I do my best. I'm one of the people that. Yeah, I'm I like, stand I'm by like it. A- it's onus is on you, but to avoid it. But but I mean, if you know your friend is not watching it, you don't don't go out of your way. Don't be that guy. Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna not. be that. Gu- I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm not gonna give away anything, especially because I don't. I haven't watched the show. Mm-hmm. Other than like the first episode, so I'm not gonna be like, oh, hey, this is what happened on The Walking Dead. I'm not that jerk. You know? Yeah, yeah, it, it's exactly that. But, and I mean, it's the same thing with with WrestleMania. I had to make the tough decision tonight too. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, like it is WrestleMania, and and it's just one of these unfortunate coincidences of timing where you you have to pick your spots. And speaking of picking your spots. Fucking lot of good spots in that ladder match. Can I? Can I? Talk, um, uh, there's one spot. Look, Harper spinning around. I love. I love when guys spin around with a ladder on their neck, man. Yeah, that short ladder though. So, so we're like, hey, he's doing the Terry Funk spot just with a much smaller ladder. True. Uh, and Star, Stardust had his own special ladder. That was kind of. I, I was just cute. wanted to mention that, and, and the the reason why is. I never saw this spot in a ladder match before. Barrett broke off one of the rungs of the ladder and hit Stardust with it. That I thought was kind of cool. I've never seen that before. Yeah, I, I, I honestly can't. I mean, maybe it's happened to some other promotion. I'm not able to watch every wrestling match of all time, of course, either. But yeah, that, that was pretty neat. Let me they, answer, they, they, the guys they put in there, I won't even say with exception to any of them. I thought they, they really had a decent dynamic going on there. And it was it was certainly a great way to, to kick off the show. And to have... The guy that I think most fans were endeared to, and not all, but most, with Daniel Bryan going over, it was, yeah. was, albeit predictable, who cares? That was great. 
Tinest, I don't think you should sleep, man. Two hours of sleep is like you. That that's the kind of sleep where like you go to sleep and then you get up and you're like, why did I sleep? Because yeah, then you're like even more tired. I I wouldn't, to be perfectly honest with you. That's that's not just like me saying no. Stay up and listen to my show. That's like my honest opinion. I really wouldn't sleep two hours, man. I I try to do that all the time and it just does not work. Um, if if you if you can you know get get a I don't know maybe go get to sleep. Oh fuck! You got Rodimore too. Um, if you can find a way to avoid spoilers for Raw, and you're willing to do that, and make sure you get a good solid eight to nine tomorrow, you should be okay. I don't know how old you are. If you're if you're a teenager, you'll probably be better than you not being a teenager. If you're in your late twenties to, well, I won't say how old I am, but let's just say I'm close enough to over the hill. It's going to hurt for a day or two, but it's okay. You'll live. Yeah, I'm in my 30s, man, and I, I have, like, two-hour sleep days all the time, and they are awful. Like, if I could get, like, four, I'm good, but if I get, like, two, I just feel like crap when I get up. He's 16. Okay. <laughs> He's 16. Yeah, I think he'll be... I, I mean, I'm not you, but I... Yeah, he'll be, you, he'll you, be fine. You definitely have a better chance to win than I do. He'll be I fine. wish I could write you a teacher's note. <laughs> oh, was that a reveal? Like, no, he'll, never. He'll be, anyway, um, you know, see, you, you, what you do is you go into school and you're like, just hold up a note, like, I fucking watched WrestleMania last night. <laughs> hey, and, maybe and, your teacher watched it too. You never know. No, I, I, I actually I'm, teachers that watch wrestling. I went to see Metallica. Like, I was in summer school and I went to see Metallica, and the next day I had like no voice. So I fucking go into uh, I go into class with a note that says Metallica killed my voice. My teacher's like, I guess I won't call on you then. She's like, oh, okay, cool, awesome. What the hell? There you go. Yeah, you'd be surprised, man. There's uh strange demographics for things you know I still remember uh, I've only been to one show uh, Thunderdome not Thunderdome oh what's that what is it called whatever it was called in Vancouver it's a football stadium for Metallica and the demographic of people I saw there was insane As, you know old old like 60 70 year old people hippies yeah two three year old kids I hope they had earplugs honestly but right. nonetheless yeah, I just, I kind of, like I said, I went to, I went to Metallica, and I'm like, I, I went to Metallica, I have no voice, and I just went to sleep for the duration of class. The only reason I was there was because, like, you could only miss like two, <laughs> you know, or you fail uh -huh. automatically, uh, almost like college, <laughs> you know, but uh, not quite. Um, well, yeah, I'm good with Daniel Bryan winning the ladder match to get back on point. <laughs> Yeah, I've got to be on point all the time. Yeah, uh, as JT would say. We went to uh, Randy Randy Orton and Seth Rollins was the next match, the second match on the actual WrestleMania card. Uh, you know, I I, I kind of said that Orton was going to win, and all the rest of you guys were like, "No, Rollins is going to win. Rollins is going to win. Rollins is going to win." And I'm watching this match, and I, for a minute there, I thought Rollins was going to win. I liked that ending. I don't know if you did. Oh, I the did. spot was cool. There's no that's, that's what that. I'm talking. That was a that, great, great that, incorporation of the RKO. That RKO, OMG. That's what I'm getting from the chat. That's <laughs> that's where we're at. That I just the elevation Rollins got off of Orton's back, <laughs> and to come down in the RKO was just great. I, I have I absolutely really no dispute it. with the quality of the move and the finish. That it's certainly it's just it's just how it plays out going on that I I don't know. 
I, I, can't, I mean, I guess I have to wait and see what they do, and that's what concerns me because of going into this pay-per-view. <laughs> it's been just one of those... Okay, and I, yeah, I know the matches are going to be good. The storytelling has kind of let me down, in my opinion, of course, only. And, and I, I mean, yeah, I know we tend to be very cynical on the show. Um, I just, I'm concerned about that. And I don't know if they'll change my mind tomorrow. And I've also said for a while, like, again, not the only one in the world. That I'm much looking forward to that, that Raw. And that maybe, maybe they're going to come up with something really neat. And maybe the one thing isn't going to be an issue. I just don't know where they go with him because of the win. That's my only concern. But yeah, the match match was great, and there's you can't take away from that. It, people might hate on the finish, but if they're disputing the quality of what we actually got in the ring, then they're honestly. I wonder if they are actually wrestling fans, because we we come on here and we praise like in ring action of, of people like Ring of Honor or, or promotions like Ring of Honor, I should say, and and Alicia Underground uh, and and so forth. And that was that was right up there, like beyond actually that's beyond what you normally get on those shows. So you know I I'll give that match a thumbs up. It's just that the storytelling is my only criticism because I'm a little concerned. That's all I got. I I want to Tynist in the chat says almost as good as the uh, RKO he hit on Evan Bourne a few years ago. Wow, that was fucking awesome. The one where he, like he's flipping midair out of the shooting like star press. He got him. Yeah, out of the shooting star press. He got him. And yeah. the uh, I uh, the reason I point this out is Evan Bourne was trending on Twitter after that match. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. That that makes sense. I uh, I wasn't on Twitter I, I th- more than once. I went on Twitter one time to be an asshole and that was it <laughs> and that was for a match that's coming up and we'll get to that later um, yeah, I, I was just I was just kind of like just I was just on to like check the tweets uh, the, the, the trending topics I tweeted a couple of times you know just to just because I felt like it you know I don't even remember what I tweeted to be perfectly honest with you but you know I, I was definitely and I'm the guy who drank beer that go figure huh? well you know I was not really paying much attention to be. <laughs> that's okay, dude. Let me it's see. Okay. Let, let me get some of my tweets here. Uh, that's from the Hall of Fame last night. Uh, achievement. This is this was for Daniel Bryan winning the title, and this was like my first tweet and the last tweet for like another hour or so. Um, achievement unlocked. Win every title in WWE. Congrats, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Twenty sixth, I believe. Twenty sixth uh, Grand Slam. Is that right? I'm not sure, but he's uh, he did it, so that's good for him, man. I, it's either 25 or 26 guy to, to grab at the titles and get that official, you know, accolade. Haha, <laughs> accolade. I worked that in there. Wrong match, but still, haha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. We're almost at that one, too. Um, we are. What, what was after that? Uh, getting fuzzy here. Triple H and Sting was the next match. Was that just after the ladder match? Really? No, that, that was after Rollins and Orton. We already talked about that. Oh, Rollins and Orton. Yeah, really? I, it was early. I remember it was, it. it. it was early, and that was my next tweet. Was really this match already? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was... Okay. Um, I will read my tweet. Um, hashtag trending for the wrong reason, Megal. Hashtag Sting is Japanese now. Hashtag this is trouble, Barkley. 
I these are that was my only tweet the whole night. That's okay. the only time I went on Twitter was this match. I tweeted three times, uh, twice. Uh, one said, "Really, Sting and Triple H already." Next one says, hey, "Sting is looking at Triple H like this is dumber than when they booked me with RoboCop." That was during uh, Triple H's Terminator entrance, which was okay, I guess. It was like weird. Like the guy came over and handed him the skulls. Like, <laughs> okay. You didn't actually take yeah. the skulls. <laughs> you didn't really kill these guys. We'll just give you the these other guy chopped the and he should have used those in the match for for come on. Yeah. Seriously, the other, the other guy chopped <laughs> the skulls off, right? Yeah, um, just you got you got you have a uh, a flail with Terminator heads on chains. It's like a medi- go medieval on them. Like, come on. I uh, I uh, okay. Look, this 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 match was. It was kind of a sort of a dream match, not really the one that we've been you know, pandering for with, with The Undertaker and Sting. Um, some would argue we've waited too long. Some might argue, hey, WrestleMania through the tears around the corner. I get all that. <sighs> we talk about things being overbooked, and, and sometimes overbooking things a little bit to hide old dudes' weaknesses is, is a good thing. But when you overbook things that... Are based on nostalgia that don't actually fucking make sense. Brian pointed this out while we're watching, and that's that's we've heard for like weeks now that you know Sting is like this isn't about this isn't about WWE and WCW. Then we got DX versus the NWO in the middle yeah. of this match, and, 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 and Hall are taking bumps. Sting, I I mean yeah I understand yeah, the right, right. Thing. exactly I get that. Exactly. I Why is the NWO helping Sting? That that doesn't make any sense other than they're WCW and DX is is WWE. You know, but it's just it's just so it's so okay. If if you have the NWO help Sting based on the pretense that the WCW people will remember that the NWO were in the WCW. Okay, I kind of, sort of see the link there, but then you pull out two or three other real big problems. The NWO was fighting against WCW. WCW. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, that just hit me as we're talking about this. Like, I didn't even think of that before. Now I'm like, okay, this really doesn't make any sense. I yeah, really, yeah, I really, and honestly, I did not enjoy the match. I I didn't. I honestly didn't either. It was slow, it was plotting, and the run-ins, just, they honestly, the logic was wrong. I mean, if it, it, they wanted to go one way, but it goes against the way they're going based on the principle of history itself. Mm. Who was one of the one guys for the longest time who fought the NWO outside of Larry Zbysko? Exactly, it was Sting. Yeah! And, and Brian, like, even said, Brian even said, if they, come out, if they come out in the red and black, okay, cool. But because yeah. it's the black and white original NWO, they're gonna come help Sting. What the hell is that? That's that's stupid. Sting hated yeah. them. But it it just the match itself was not that good, and the fact that Triple H went over. I you know I changed my vote on on our little deal with the flock, right? With Sting, and I did that partly when I heard about uh, the Bray Wyatt injury, and we'll get to that later. Um, and how it, deep that was but it was also I just I remember it it's like the reason I did well on these these votes is just like I would wait till near the end and I would just pull a McMahon 
and, and I just say, okay, this doesn't make sense, this doesn't make sense as an ending, but god damn it, I listen to my fans, ha ha ha. And I was like, you know what? It's not going to be a stink because that makes too much sense. And Triple H is obviously, um, I guess, I'm not going to say due for a win, but it's just for some reason I just started to really think it was going to happen, so I changed my vote. It just seemed like Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I didn't like that change, and I, I don't like being right. And, uh, and I, I don't I'm, not, I'm not sitting here holding. I, I'm, I was just as disappointed as you, man. And that was just one of those things. It just felt like, oh God, they're going to do this. I really I didn't re- didn't like a lot of the stuff about that match. Like, yeah, it's cool to see the NWO and DX and yeah. Scott, Scott and Kevin taking bumps and stuff. But really, and, and, and of course, you know, we, with our with our conversation earlier about Billy Gunn on the on the normal normal time I, slot. I, I, <laughs> I, I, had, I had so many moments of wrestling that wrestling watching that match. I, I, I can't get that fucking video out of my head. I saw when that, I when saw they came out, especially X-Pac, I just that, that hard cam shot. I'm X-Pac! <laughs> I saw a picture during that match of Colt Cabana, and it says, Throw tomatoes! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, 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 this... this I think what we got tonight was the epitome of, of how WrestleMania could go wrong with all the right intentions in place, but just well, the okay. people behind it, there, there wasn't this sort of uh, check and balance. There was someone with a rational head to kind of say, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> um, you want them to forget, but you don't want them to remember, but you want them to remember, but you want them to forget. Okay. That doesn't work. No. DX versus NWO is trending number one worldwide. Yeah. Okay, so that that obviously got some attention, but at the same time, it's it's for the wrong reasons. Absolutely, it's like like you said, you're you're remembering, but we want you to forget so you can remember. You know, it doesn't make it it doesn't work. It's it was way too overbooked, and it, it just I don't know why Triple H had to go over Sting. <laughs> Other than it has to make WWE look good, and it can't you can't have this guy come back after 14 years in exile, as as they've been mm-hmm. telling us, to beat the 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 and, CEO. And it, it, of the it, I mean, it gets even more illogical. Unless, like, is this is this actually Sting's last match? Yeah, right. That's is, that's another thing. Is that sim- simply it? It's just like Vince gets the last laugh. Haha! I beat your last guy. You know, because so... I mean, we we ha- we had another match later on. Uh, where the outcome is probably not the smartest move, but again, it happened. I, I, Undertaker. I know. And, and we'll, we'll go into yeah. more of that match itself later. But the point being, if is, okay, is that dream match off the box? Like, is it like who's you know one one guy loses going up another against another guy who beat a guy he shouldn't probably have beaten? Um, so what's the real motivation behind the match thirty two? Or I just, I just, I don't know. I, it felt like there was, there was, there was something that could have happened with both of these matches, and this one even the most, the most important was Sting. That could have really made uh, for a hell of a, uh, I guess a, a major one-off at WrestleMania 32 between Sting and the Undertaker. Right. That I just don't think is. 
I don't know. I just don't know if it's as appealing. Like, it, it should have happened years ago, but nonetheless, it could could have still happened and still been kind of interesting. Yeah. Hello, Again, cynicism hello, aside. Hello, guest 144. I've been wanting to say hi to you for like two or three minutes now, but <laughs> hi. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, 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 hey, it's cool, I man. do this. It's cool. Well, I, I, I'm the heel on the show. I, 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 I didn't like the finish of the match. I, it was way too overbooked. I, it was like, I really just didn't like the match in general, and then immediately after that they're like oh check out all these new shows coming to wwe network and i'm like okay wait we have an adult themed cartoon by seth green we have johnny knoxville producing a show they're showing the fucking diva search from like years ago like what in the hell and i tweeted did the last 10 minutes really just happen so but yeah it was just it was weird. I, 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 we're starting to get to the point of the show where i was uh i was getting a little upset i was like oh i was hoping all this stuff would happen when i flipped over to amc yeah because was this was this where we were followed by our awesome um musical performance i think i i don't even know where yeah i think it was because Brian got up and Brian, because they're like, "Oh, here comes Kid Ink and Skylar Gray," and Brian's like, "Well, I'm going to the bathroom." And and Travis Barker, oh no, wait, I'm staying and watching this. Because <laughs> you know, Tra- Travis Barker is actually a really good drummer. Like, uh, what, whether or not you were fans of his music, I don't or not, know. I, I, I give I, the guy credit. And I lo- like, like Rick Flair, he survived a, a plane accident. Yeah, I love Blink 182, man, and so does Brian. Brian's like the biggest freaking Blink 182 nut I've ever seen, and he heard Travis Barker, and he's like, "No, I'm gonna watch this." And uh, yeah, we saw that music performance. We had heard this uh, song, I think, at least ten times. Oh yeah. At this point, just from the beginning of the the pre-show. You know, that was actually the first time I've ever actually seen Skylar Gray. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even know Skylar Gray was a chick. So I, well, I knew she was a chick. I just didn't know she was like a, a hot white chick with tattoos. Like, <laughs> I, I I thought Skylar was the dude who dated uh, Stan's sister on South Park, but that's just yeah. Me. Well, yeah, that's that's another that's another Skylar. <laughs> but, no. but yeah, My like bad. I did, Long Skylar. I, I said to Brian, I said she's the type of chick that I'd buy her album just for the liner notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? well, I, I, I'd, I'd buy the album if Timmy was fronting the band. Timmy, 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 Timmy. Lords of the Underworld. Lords of the Underworld. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, that was another lackluster musical performance. It was short though, so that was good. That's true. That's true. And you know where you're, you're, we're going to get these every year, and that, that's kind of, I guess you, you can we can complain all we want. And then I got, those, but they're gonna do it. So I got up to go to the bathroom after the musical performance, and Brian's like, "I'll I'll let you know what happens. Uh, who wins the match? Because it was the Divas match was up next." I definitely got a beer during the uh, musical <laughs> performance. I may have drank the entire thing. We got we got AJ and Paige, and they defeated the Bella Twins, which. AJ got knocked oh. off the apron by like a forearm and was out there for like ten minutes, even though the match was only six and a half. <laughs> it just felt like ten minutes, but they ended up getting the win. AJ with the submission wasn't. Uh, Apparently, we heard about. Oh man, I got to break this number down here. Um, this is a definitely a, a old school G style review number. Ninety-eight million six hundred and sixty-seven thousand eight hundred and ninety-eight times Tynus heard about the new fucking shows, and they are the new shameless self-promoting Jesus or Jesus stabbing 
Cena with a knife. I added a little bonus to your time that uh, <laughs> post. He was also so bored during the musical performance, he did his homework. <laughs> well, that's good. Get some of those marks and you, know, yeah, you, you got to do it. Got to do it. probably can. like to sleep in class if you get the homework in, man. You yeah, exactly. Uh, you got to you got to get it in when you can, right? You can't be like me and just not do it. <laughs> and honestly, it's uh, I agree with you. I would enjoy the Hardy Brothers returning to the WWE at this point. It would actually bring a lot of life to the uh, the tag. Could you, imagine, could you imagine them against Cesaro and Kid? Like a ladder match? Yeah. Oh, come on. That would be great. Yeah. That would be great. You know, M- Matt Hardy, with all the grapes jokes aside, has been doing pretty decent the last couple of years. Uh, yeah. TNA performances and so forth. And I, I know Jeff will have some problems traveling, but they, they certainly, yeah. They, they, could use, they could use a little boost. Or hell, even better, bring them into NXT. Yeah, so so we're, we're supposed to be giving divas a chance, and they got six minutes and forty two seconds on WrestleMania. You know, it felt longer, and I'm not trying to be a dick. No, um, and, and and that's what I said earlier is when AJ was outside of the ring when I came back, it was like she was out there for like ten minutes. The match only went seven. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I'm all for the give divas a chance thing. I'm I'm completely one hundred percent on that. It's just give the right divas a chance sure be better divas a chance not, not I, to knock AJ and Paige the bell, yes the Bellas are better yeah better doesn't always mean they're good right they're better than they were better yeah. I mean you, you can be shit-tacular and you can be less than shit-tacular and I think that came across you know one thing I really noticed about this match at the very beginning I don't know I can't read into it too much other than what I saw when the Bellas were coming in to the ring at their intro is the way Paige kind of looked. I don't know if it was like dejected, tired, or disgusted. I mean, like I said, I didn't really, uh, you know, catch the beginning. I was, I was like, nope, I gotta use the bathroom now. Okay. <laughs> Not because it was a divas match, you know. And I know, I, you know, I know that's the big joke. Is however, we, you know, piss break match for the divas. But uh, it was kind of like, um, you know. Uh, you know, kind of like, okay, I really have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was like, okay, but I really also don't care about this match because the title's not online and none of that shit, you know what I mean? Like, it's, okay, cool, we got a Divas match, but it's Tag Team Divas match because that's all we ever get on WrestleMania is multi-Diva matches. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There, There's no not, no title defense, and there's obviously, obviously going to be some criticism about that. You look at... Uh, the hype, the, the hype behind what the event is, it's the supposedly the biggest wrestling event, period, right? And should not all titles be defended is, is, a, is a completely fair criticism. And it, it, I, I honestly agree with it when it's made. It should be. But uh, what was it? Was it Raw? Or, yeah, it must have been Raw. Because I watched more of that on SmackDown this week where they def- had the defense for the title to build up the non-title yeah, because because Paige caught the elbow from AJ and lost the match, and then yeah, they were like calling each other out on it in SmackDown, and then called the Karda- the the Bellas the Kardashians, and <laughs> you know, I just yeah, but like, uh, has the WWE Divas Championship, not the Women's Championship, the Divas Championship, been defended on pay per view, uh, not pay per view, but on WrestleMania specifically? 
I can't. I honestly don't know. <laughs> That's a great question. I can't. I, I, you I, know what? It was last year, but it was a multi diva match, and AJ because it was every oh, diva right. on the roster. The that Vicky was Guerrero a great match last yeah. year, though. Yeah, it was the, the was Vicky Guerrero Invitational, and AJ still <laughs> won and retained the title. She didn't lose it until the next night. Right, yeah, and Paige's debut, right, Paige's debut. Which we, you know, of course, of course we got to talk about, you know, what what we think is going to happen tonight, but we got to get through this. And, uh, I don't know, you want to talk about the Rey Mysterio thing real quick? Yeah, yeah, we've been asked to. I, I, d- I didn't notice if there was anything that broke since if he officially... Re- I know the rumors about him officially no, retiring is swirling. He actually came out and said that he wasn't retiring, I think. And that's he, what I heard yesterday. as well. I'm just trying to figure out if something I missed came out. Um, I mean, with, with the, the 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 death and the bad reporting that went down uh, about a, you know a couple weekends ago, yeah. um, I, I mean, we've been on on the air for a couple of weeks talking about this. It's just heinous. It's it's completely unprofessional reporting, especially by the Associated Press, who doesn't post an actual journalism's name or journalist's name, I should say, and they they. Uh, Apparently went on hearsay and they didn't actually right. look into the evidence and I, it's disgusting. It's 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 just I don't I, I really don't have a better word than disgusting. It's like if you're going to be supposed to be an accredited news source, get your fucking facts together. I you're, feel you're putting a person's livelihood and their family's well-being I and, feel and all the guys involved. It's just it's just. <sighs> I feel awful for Ray because because you know it was a freak accident. He doesn't deserve any kind of uh, any kind of. Uh, by the way, Ring of Honor just posted on Facebook. Congratulations to Seth Rollins on capturing the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Hashtag ROH. Hashtag creating excellence. But no, I, exactly. Tynus says he doesn't deserve all the hate. He made a mistake. He's absolutely right. I think it was just awful, you know. And he doesn't deserve that. He's such a good guy. You know what I mean? He wouldn't. I'm sure he already feels awful about what happened, and it's not even really his fault. You know, it's nobody's fault. Guy accidentally took a bad bump and just it killed him, and that's awful. It's the perils yeah. of being in the ring. It's the definition of don't try this at home. Well, cer- certainly, uh, <laughs> there's okay. There's stuntmen. I've I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Yeah, I understand. You know, they're wrestlers quote-unquote but they're also basically stuntmen and accidents happen on sets of films and we have plenty of examples of both in in wrestling and in film about people who put their lives on the line and take a spot or a stunt to make entertainment happen and that's the whole point of their job it's a risk they're like firemen and police officers in the same regard like you we could you know I'm not gonna get into politics about local like geography about like fuck the police and all that but at the end of the day let's just assume that if the person goes in with good intentions they they understandably take on a risk the same thing with like someone going into the army you know the the politicians decide who fights a war not the soldiers um, but the soldiers have to understand the risk they're taking on the stuntman is the same type of job in a lot of ways they're yeah you're you're jumping off a ring. You know, post to this height, or you're hitting the floor, you know, on your shoulder. And yeah, if you miss the angle, I mean, I'm sorry, that unfortunately could cost you your life. And yeah, it's, it's just, you gotta shake your head with the people and the death threats that. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's not even Ray's fault. The guy took the bump wrong, and that's that's not on Ray. 
and honestly, it's, it's it's not on anybody involved. No, it just it's just it's an accident, freak accident. It's all just like uh, you know Austin taking the pile driver from from uh, from Owen Hart. You know, yeah, freak accident. Joe Masterson of uh, the NHL fucking died in the rink playing hockey. Yeah. It's like people aren't supposed to die in a sport either, but no. it happens to you know whether it's it's staged or it's athletic without being staged. And I got to preface that because it's clearly an athletic endeavor as well. So it's just, yeah, man. Yeah. If I hope, I hope that's what you're looking for, dude. Uh, if if you want us to talk about Mysterio, like we we have spoken about it a few times in the past, and yeah, episodes one seventy one and one seventy, we've, uh, we've and we've probably much. even the future. And I, I I hate I hate to think this is going to go on, but I I kind of know it will. We're going to probably. Oh, we'll, we'll be talking fucking about Nessie Grace goes on about this. It hasn't, oh, yet, yeah, hasn't yeah. happened yet, but, but we'll you know she will. I kind of have to be tearing her on a new one too. You know she will because she wants to go on and talk about anything wrestling. You remember the whole fucking Chris Benoit thing? How oh, awful yeah. that was! Oh, especially if it's negative. Oh yeah, hey, it's cool, man. We hope you'll. Uh, we're on Sundays at two p.m. Eastern uh, usually, so if you want to jump on and listen, then we're we're uh, there's there's usually more of us, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it gets a little more clustered, and I tend to be a little bit more of a heel. And, and me and yeah. Joe have a thing going where, yeah, again, yeah, this just, is a special one-off you, you podcast. You get to kind of hear us out of hear us out of character, um, right? But now. on the show, normally I, I'm a dick. Yeah, we're we're kind of out of character it's right my job. now, just because we wanted to. We, we thought <laughs> yeah, we, we, we someone thought, has to be a dick, right? We we actually thought the show was worth talking about uh, uh, quickly instead of uh, you know waiting a week. <laughs> yeah, um, but, I'm but surprised the, we've actually gotten this long. We were thinking yeah. 30 minutes, but yeah, let's just go. I'm in a rush. I, that's I'm what pretty we did. sure my my mor- my morning like yours, Tynas, will not be filled with work from the looks of it. I I probably get to sleep in. Yay! But and but, make no but money. gee, this is exactly what we did last year. We said we're not going to do a, po- a post show, yeah. and then Undertaker lost. We're like, let's do a post show. We'll go a half yeah. hour. We went like two hours. Yeah. And it was yeah, great. I'm such a hypocrite. It's awesome. It was great. Right. Anyway, yeah. uh, but but uh, um, the next match was where well, was next the match. U.S. title. Oh, did nice. Okay, this is now this is where I was watching The Walking Dead, but I did have it streaming on the side, and you caught Rusev's entrance. Yeah. Okay. A motherfucking yes. tank. Dude. A fucking tank. Yes. And we had already seen DX, so this was this was cool. Yeah, Lana was back. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, she was back in the. In, okay, that you did miss in the in the uh, the first pre-show of two. We didn't know Lana was back. Okay, uh, she cut a little promo with Rusev. It was like a minute long, but she was hot, so that was was important. We've been asked to go another hour. Don't uh, don't worry, man. We'll, we're just gonna we're, we're gonna riff until <laughs> we're done, it. man. We're, we're gonna riff right. until we're done, and that that could go another hour. <laughs> uh, we might end up reading Sheik tweets for like four forty minutes. You never oh, know. Oh, Sheik, Sheik was tweeting. Sheik was tweeting. Oh. Well, there you um, go. I was tweeting too, and, and this was one of my tweets during this match. Was I love that Rocky Four is trending because Rocky Four was legitimately trending during res- uh, during this match. Nice. I must break you. <laughs> and uh, the the one spot that really stood out to me, and I did tweet springboard stunner. John Cena did a freaking springboard stunner. Okay, you're, you're definitely going to have to fill me in on much of the detail of the match because I was kind of side-glancing at this point. Kind of like, you know, like when, when a chick kind of has like the side tits going on. Like they don't, 
reveal the full breast because you. you're watching something else, but like you got your peripheral vision because you play first-person shooter games like Halo and I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna tell Left you for, Left for uh, Left for Dead and uh, it's Left for Dead. Yeah, that's the, one of them. This was your typical Call of Duty. That's the one I'm looking for. This was your typical Cena Rusev match, except for that move was like holy shit did he really just fucking do that it looked to me uh like a springboard elbow and then they showed it brian said no that was a stunner they showed it from a different angle yeah it was a fucking stunner he does a fucking springboard like he's doing a springboard elbow but grabs him and drops him with a stunner and the finish the finish was uh lana got up on the apron Okay, I kind of saw a bit of this. You got to explain to me what happened to her. She got up on the apron. Rusev went to charge at Cena. Cena moved out of the way. Rusev knocked Lana off the apron. Cena hit the AA and won the match and the U.S. title. And uh, Rusev was kind of like yelling at Lana after the match. It, It wasn't, you know, there wasn't like a lot to this match. It was just your typical Cena Rusev match. And uh, he says it was like Titus says it was like experiencing a bowl of cereal for breakfast but getting bacon and eggs <laughs> okay it was a good it was a good match for the two guys that were wrestling it. it 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 was one of their matches if that makes any sense yeah no it does it does i know they they've, they've actually had some <laughs> some good back and forth i mean that's just a matter of of getting on the grand grand uh Stage. I, if we weren't doing you, a podcast you, right now, I, I would actually be watching all of this. I, I'm, I'm going to tell, uh, right tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I felt I felt doing a podcast was was good for yeah. the uh, the health of our show. And yeah, I, I do know. I will tell you that I'm positive you missed this. Lana was throwing her shoes at the ref when John Cena had Rusev in the STF. <laughs> so so Lana was like limping. No, she took her shoes off and was like throwing them into the ring for some fucking reason. It's like okay, yeah, sure. You you, you want to huh. take some more stuff off? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, naturally, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's. Well, there might be some stuff online. And, well, just well, assume there is. It's I would imagine. wrestling I, after I, all, but I'd imagine so because like <laughs> some people are just weird like that. <laughs> well, yeah, Seth Rollins knows about the yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so okay, well you know that, that's fine. I I I was a little disparaged with the fi- the finish. I I think I think I think it, it's kind of a sh- I I wasn't shocked Cena won. I said that earlier. I expected it, and that was one thing I didn't flip flop on later. But it's just I don't know. I I, I think I think. The, one of the biggest things coming out of WrestleMania is this idea that we're building, we got to build new stars, and I don't know. I don't know. I, I would hope they can find a way to keep the momentum for Rusev moving forward, and I'm going to be optimistic in a rare note uh, on on our podcast here that we're, we're, coming we're gonna, out of Mania, that that continues. We're going to talk about do new you, stars in a do minute. You think, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, we're going to talk new stars in a minute, but go, uh, what's your question? Well, I, I was going to ask you because you saw the match in its entirety, and I saw it in you know side tits. Um, <laughs> do you do you feel they presented Rusev? I don't want to use strong enough because of the Roman Reigns. You right, know, we, we've been using that word. But <laughs> do, do you feel that he, he coming out of this match that even with a loss, that Rusev is going to be able to carry forward? 
Quite honestly, man, and, and I, I think everybody really knows my stance on Rusev has not been very positive ever since he was in NXT. Uh, but but quite quite frankly, man, I don't think it's going to hurt him in the long run because he's going to come out of Raw tomorrow, he's going to blame Lana, and he's just going to go and still be the strong character of Rusev. Not to use that word again, you know, but he's going to be that he's going to be that guy. He's going to be Rusev tomorrow. He's not. I, I don't think he looked bad enough where you know it's it's going to be like oh well you know Rusev lost now now he's now he's got nothing he's still Rusev he's still going to he's still dominant just cuz he lost to John Cena doesn't change that it was a good match good fight and the reason he lost was Lana now they they've had two two pay-per-view matches I think right it, um, it wasn't this, this wasn't was, the third this I, was I know the second again, second couple so beer in me and I'm, it's a bit late this was the second yeah, I'm sure we'll get the third at extreme rules so okay, yeah, that, that was where I was going with that. I was like, we could do the rubber match because that—that's kind of. Uh, and the thing that's about a way it, to do it, the thing about it is, now that he's actually fucking lost a match, losing another one is not going to kill him. Well, he he did lose the uh, the armbar last year, but we'll, we'll forget that because yeah. that's what we're and not the, supposed the, to remember. The Royal like, Rumble, the, battle Royal, hey, come on, you know, Battle Royals <laughs> Royal Rumbles don't count. All right, that's going to have to be a new running gimmick on our show, by the way. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, no, I, I, all kidding aside, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess then, in, in that regard, they, we, the program has likes. I, I'm fine with that. I, I'm fine with Cena being out of the title picture, especially what we talked about at the top of the show with what happens with uh, the main event. Um, that, that buys some more time for them to continue the program and... and Hopefully, keep everyone happy a little bit. Well, most people happy. There, there's always going to be people who aren't happy. Right. It's wrestling, man. So come on. So Triple H comes out after this match with Stephanie. No, oh, Jesus. This is this is what I noticed. This was half of the Walking Dead. This segment. It, it was. It was. I, it was about <laughs> a half an hour. It really was. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie come out and they're like, "Oh, you know, we, we want to just announce that we set the attendance record at Levi Stadium." because it's so impressive to set an attendance record at a place that's been open for less than a year. Uh, 76,976 is the number. Uh, and then she goes, we own all of you, and we own all of this, and we own this stadium. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, yeah, uh, Jed York probably has, like, uh, you know, <laughs> something to say about that since he actually does own the fucking stadium. Uh, and then The Rock comes out. He says, you don't own the people, and blah, 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 blah. And Stephanie slaps him and says, go away. And he, like turns up the ramp and he's about to start walking out and then he just turns around and walks over to Ronda Rousey at ringside who just happens to be in the front row nice and she comes over the guardrail gets in the ring hip tosses Triple H because The Rock's like no I won't hit a woman but I know somebody who will (laughs) and uh, you know Ronda Rousey grabs Stephanie by the arm and like you know it's like oh well she really wanted to she could break her arm but Stephanie's like oh no she's my friend she wouldn't do anything to me we you know she was in my corner at SummerSlam you know she was behind me like you know but Ronda Rousey's got this look in her face just like she's gonna kill you (laughs) You now I I noticed during one of the commercial breaks um, the still was going on um, the rock, Rock went to Rousey who was noted at ringside earlier in the episode or not the episode (laughs) <laughs> Look at me calling WrestleMania Raw. Uh, th- <laughs> she she had a, a dialogue with The Rock to convince her to come into the ring. What was that all about? Because that I, again, I had it on mute. 
It, there was uh, there was no audio. Oh, yeah, I mean, so there was, was kind of like there was audio, okay. but you couldn't hear what it's like pantomime type of stuff. He then. just kind of walked over to her, and she just kind of jumped over the guardrail. It's like, okay, cool. Ronda Rousey's going to get involved in WrestleMania, and it's just as soon as she steps in the ring, it's like, okay, this is a WrestleMania moment. Well, you know what's actually fascinating to me outside of the segment, because uh, again, I like I said, I've, I just kind of observed elements of it. Obviously, the the UFC had to sign off on that, and that's. Uh, I mean, it, you we look back at the past few years, and the involvement of the UFC and the WWE. Uh, you not only the Punk thing, but like you look at like when Undertaker showed up when Brock was still active, and he said, "I oh, we're going to do this or what?" And uh, the, the, we've talked about the Chael Sonnen and Vandalay uh, Silverway or whatever. I'm fucking his name up because I'm tired and half drunk. I want to know, I'd be honest with you, I actually really want to know more about how this came to be. Because this wasn't some freak accident. This was oh, no, not like, not. you know, she just happened to be in the crowd. This was clearly planned and had to have been signed off on. So I I honestly would think that that the WWE and the UFC have a good working relationship because we see things like this, uh, in, in the sense of a cross promotion where Triple H will show up and be in in you know somebody's corner, or the Undertaker will show up and call out uh, UFC champion at the time Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. you know, or or Ronda Rousey will show up at WrestleMania and jump in the ring, and and the uh, the dialogue in the ring was. You know, Stephanie says, "Oh, you're you're great in the octagon, but this is my ring." And Ronda Rousey says, "Any ring that I get into is my ring." So it's pretty. I mean, that that something I enjoyed. I, I know you're not uh, as big on the UFC. Um, I'm I I would call myself a quote unquote casual fan, like. I, I, I love me some Ronda. Well, I love me some know, Ronda I, Rousey, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Quasi. <laughs> Regardless, it, it was it was definitely uh, a fun Marco moment. I, I'm going to go back and watch the segment, even though I I was noting the discussion thread that I actually started, which has about a few. <laughs> I think they broke a thousand comments on. I don't know something stupid like that. Um, I had to unfollow it because I was watching The Walking Dead, which is hilarious in itself. I started the thread. Um, I know, right? Uh, I I kind of marked out for it because. Ronda Rousey, she's kind of built for wrestling. Like she's perfect crossover material if she ever wanted to go into oh, yeah. it. She's already a wrestling fan. She start, she formed a fucking stable, you know, the four based horsemen. on the four horsemen. Yeah, like that's insane. That's yeah. so awesome. I I tell you, like you know, when The Rock came out, it's like okay, this segment isn't you know, this segment's like dead in the water. I don't really give a shit. And then he brings Ronda Rousey in, and it's like. Okay, this just got interesting. This is a WrestleMania moment here. This is, you know, but what's it going to lead to? That's the question. Maybe like something at SummerSlam. You think? Possible. I I I don't I I don't know how this contract thing is going to work. I mean, we have a lot of big question marks coming out of the the whole Brock Lesnar negotiation right. deal and all that. I, I, we can only speculate about. It, it'd be pointless to. Uh, you know, to, to go beyond that. Uh, apparently, the rumor is they, they offered twice the n- initial amount of money for Lesnar, and he left it on the table because he didn't want to get involved. Uh, so, one, I mean, that was part of the reason why I was just kind of like, wow, like, 
there, like like you said, there must be a positive working relationship here. Because if they agree to this, after losing a potential massive draw like Lesnar to come back to the to UFC, it's just it's just I, I I'm again another news story that I'm I'm intrigued to watch and I'll keep my eyeballs on the uh, the dirts and the angry marks because I know I know Stevie J will uh, filter out all the bullshit so I don't have to right oh, love that guy um, <laughs> it's 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 certainly a fascinating twist of potential like she she might very well eventually end up in the WWE she might even come over it's not wouldn't it be the first fighting. Uh, uh, or competitor in the so-called fight sports genre outside of wrestling, crossing over into uh, the WWE. Uh, Ken Shamrock had a great uh, had a great run. Dan the Beast Severn was uh, had a great run in the NWA. So I mean, yeah, it's, there's a precedent for that. Yeah, it's definitely. I guess. Well, did they did they allude to anything a little more specific with the Rock's involvement moving no. forward? Uh, towards WrestleMania 32. No, they didn't. It was just, it was more of like, hey, let's pop the crowd with The Rock. Because we do that every WrestleMania. That, that was, the, that was the, the takeaway that I, I was most curious about. And I don't, I don't mind if I'm getting spoiled on our podcast, but any of this, no, let's get that out there. You can spoil away because I'm asking. Well, I so, mean, so, you, you, well, you, honestly, uh, it, it really was just like, hey, let's pop the crowd with The Rock. Hmm. That's, and they've been doing that for five years now. WrestleMania 27, he hosted. The host. 28, yep. 29, he wrestled John Cena. 30, he did the little spot with Hogan in Austin at the beginning. And this year, he's doing a little spot with Triple H in the middle. It's it's probably going to set up, I'd say, SummerSlam, if not next year's WrestleMania. Well, that that that's the uh, yeah. I mean, that's the rumor, the the dream match. Uh, there's a few of them, I guess. I shouldn't say the rumor. One of the rumors, I guess, they're leaving the door wide open. They're just kind of keeping the character relevant. The, were there any boos for the Rock tonight? I didn't hear any. I really didn't. I I didn't really notice any. I I thought, uh, you know, hey. You know, I don't. I don't think anybody was really expecting him. In fact, you, you remember on the afternoon podcast, I said, "No, no, no, he's in New York." <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was no, I, I, I reading what they were re- referring to. Again, shout out to Steve J. AngryMarks. dot com, good source for your news if you don't want to get fucked around with. Um, he's playing quote unquote coy. It's just like I guess you'll have to turn into the network, tune tune into the network, not turn in. You don't go to sleep on... Well, maybe if you go to sleep on the network, it's up to you. Maybe that's how you go to bed. That's fine. That's cool. Um, I, yeah, I I don't know. 32 is a big one for them. So I guess with The Rock, staying true to form, like you point out, and it's a great point. Yeah, you know, there, there, there's, there's part of me that will be excited for it. And there's part of me that looks back at the way he's blowing up in his matches, and we've been so critical about them. Yeah. Um, you know, w- once in a lifetime, twice in a lifetime, thrice in a lifetime. 
I know, I know. I, I can't. I, 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 I'm not going to bust your balls because you, you're more <laughs> critical about him than I am, and I don't blame you for the the slightest. Well, I mean, you know my feelings, Mr. Hollywood. Right? You know my feelings <laughs> on The Rock. He disappeared for seven years and didn't even mention wrestling at all. And when he was back for WrestleMania tw- 29, in particular, he's the WWE champion. He's mm-hmm. he's on the Kids Choice Awards. Yeah, and he doesn't mention pro wrestling at all all he's talking about is his movie like wait and, and and i think he did an interview too uh with like the tonight show or like the today show or one of them which by the way seth rollins is going to be on the today show this morning apparently no, i won't be up for that yeah. I, I, and and tyrus please don't just sleep sleep after our podcast uh, <laughs> <laughs> you be had but we had a lot of per timers tonight though yeah uh, five five of them okay well then let's move on to the next match because the Undertaker. Part-timer? Part-timer. He wrestled Bray Wyatt. Did you catch uh, Bray Wyatt's entrance? No. I actually missed that. I, I, I remember... Uh, I remember it starting, and then, of course, the commercial break ended, and, and uh, you know what I was doing. Well, Wyatt comes out, and he's got... Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't sleep, Tynus. Don't listen to this guy. Anyway, uh, he comes out, he's got the lantern. It's still broad daylight. <laughs> oh no! But he's yeah. Walking. They 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 had the they had the California uh, sunset hours against him tonight. Yeah. Well, he's walking to the ring, and you've got these guys dressed as as scarecrows, which we knew was coming. Uh, and he as he's walking by them, he kind of brings them to life. Is is how the entrance went. So that was kind of cool. And then he blows out the lantern in the ring because it makes all the fucking difference in the world when it's you know daylight. <laughs> and the Undertaker just got just normal Undertaker entrance. Like, nothing fancy this time. The only, only thing is... How, like, long, how long would you say it went? I, the, you uh, know, the Undertaker? I, I, I wish I would have timed uh, that, it. Sorry? I wish I would have timed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a prop bet. Um, we talked about that earlier, the over-under. Uh, over uh, two... What was it? A hundred and... No, 285 seconds. Yeah, the, I... Uh, 285 the, seconds is, what, almost five minutes, right? Yeah, if you bet if you bet on that, that was actually the favorite. So you would have you wanted to bet that's, under two hundred and eighty-five seconds. It's four 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 minutes know, and forty-five right? seconds, right? So no druids, nothing. Nothing. Just Undertaker walked to the ring, and he's he's not like he didn't have any kind of like fancy fucking you know spiked uh, shredder gear this year. He just came out with the trench coat and the hat. Classic Undertaker entrance had the you know flames going off that he's hmm. been doing for years now, but nothing, you know, nothing really spectacular. And he gets to the ring and he puts his arms up like he's turning the fucking lights on. But again, it's daylight. <laughs> so it's like, That's awesome. they're like, well, we gotta do, we gotta do something. <laughs> so they shot, they shot some more, like one more burst of flames out of the fucking entrance, you know, <laughs> like, like, okay, yeah, sure. Well, all right. You know, cool. I guess, you know, like that, that's, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, you're the Undertaker. I got it. And then he won. Yeah, I wasn't happy about about getting this one right. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I just I I I went to Cena on this, and I, I changed my vote, not because I wanted it to happen. It's just it, it was it was the there was that late report about the injury. It really, honestly, I, and I, I messaged you about this. It's just like, dude, like, 
I think I think this this was I really thought this was actually might have been a last minute change I may or may not be right about that and that's fine I'm not an insider we're just fucking fans shooting off at the mouth shooting at the hip like we do on our show Tynus just I don't know Tynus just pointed something out that I did notice and it just it slipped my mind by now but when Undertaker came out there was like a cameraman or stagehand or something just running and they like raised the camera up real quick to like get him out of the shot (laughs) <laughs> really yeah i i did catch that and i i was i kind of looked at brian like dude did you just fucking see that like this like a stagehand just got in the shot <laughs> they had a they just like pointed the camera up real quick like higher up onto the set did you notice there was people like in the fucking crowd behind the set <laughs> Did you know that? Well, because no, I missed the entrances. Like, I, I, I'm again. I, I'm, I gotta rely on you, but oh no, I'm, t- I'm talking about through the whole show. There was like actual fans, like in the stands behind the fucking stage. That was, huh. That's like okay. How much did you pay for those? You're not gonna be able to see shit. They better, they better have fucking uh, televisions behind the stage <laughs> while they're yeah, gonna watch. That's that's rough. It was like it was like above the stage, so you could probably see over the the set. But still, like, really, you bought those seats? Maybe that's what the seat fillers got placed this year. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) I can tell Uh, you from experience, they give you some pretty bad spots to start before this (laughs) slot in. Husky Um, Harris was trending, and I of course tweeted, "Husky Harris is trending. Why isn't Mean Mark Callis?" (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, good. And of course, uh, Bray kicked out of a tombstone. Undertaker kicked out of his sister Abigail, and then Bray took another tombstone and lost. Yeah. And and my tweet was: somebody explained to me why Bray Wyatt losing was a good idea. It's well, it's not. Quite frankly, uh, it's just. I, I, th- I that's why I come back to the injury. I honestly feel like that really. I, I, I again, I'm speculating, but I really think that might be what happened. It was, it was that. I, I, I think that match seemed to go kind of long. So that, you know, it's telling to me that it's not the severity of the injury. Maybe it was uh, sort of panic. I don't know. Again, I we, we talked about it earlier too. To go back, um, the idea of the Undertaker having his last match next year, <clears throat> we ha- we has the opposite of the streak, right? Mm-hmm. That that's more compelling. Is like, th- does he have it in him? Can he actually win his last match, as opposed to what we got as a finish? It's a head scratcher. I, I honestly don't have much more else to say than uh, the fact that I say I honestly have too often. <laughs> Bray, Bray Wyatt's yeah, entrance is... That's my trope. WWE actually posted uh, Bray Wyatt's entrance on their Facebook page. So if you haven't seen it, you want to check it out later and don't want to watch the whole oh. pay-per-view to see it, it's there. I'll I'll do both. Yeah, it's, you know I could because I had it on. I know the and, and of course I know the outcomes. I, I still will take time to invest in watching the matches. It's WrestleMania, man. I mean, it's it's as much shit as I was giving it about going up against another show. We've talked about it enough too much. It's uh, I mean the guys are gonna go out there and they're gonna do their best. Things don't always play out as they choose. So if if Bray indeed was injured and it's just like last year with what happened with uh, 
Undertaker with the concussion and everything. It's it's still a fucking WrestleMania. It's the biggest show. It's like if you're gonna watch baseball and it's Game Seven of the World Series, that's the game you watch. Yeah. You know, and I, that's always been my philosophy with with big events. It's, it's just I don't watch baseball, but I will watch Game Seven, the World Series, if unless I'm you know at the work and responsibility t- comes into play because it's you're witnessing history, and I'll, I'll check it out. Um, it's priorities are priorities in a life, though. So you know, there's some people that are going to miss WrestleMania, not necessarily for another TV show, but. Just because life happens, it is what it is. Yeah. So, um, we we did skip a segment. Um, I just want to touch upon it a little bit briefly because it did happen before I switched channels. It was uh, with with Daniel Bryan, and it was after immediately following um, that Triple H thing. I'm just gonna call it a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> with all the the legends putting over the icy title, yeah, I kind of liked it. Um, you had Piper, uh, Steamboat was in there. Yeah. Pat uh, Patterson. Yeah, Pat Patterson, right? Uh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, woo. Brett the Hitman Hart. Bret Hart from and Calgary, Alberta, <laughs> Canada. And um, just Ron Simmons. They're like, you're not a former Intercontinental Champion. He goes. Damn! Damn! <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I did. I, I actually kind of liked that because yeah. they were poking fun at themselves, but in a I thought that was in a good way. Oh yeah, it was fun. Do you think? Um. Do you think they can actually bring a little prestige back to the IC title? Possibly. I, like we're be again we're speculating, of course, but I kind of like to think so. You and I are we're, we're old students of uh, the fandom game, the Mark. Of, of course. Yeah, we were all born Mark, even though we don't know anybody named Mark. We only know a fellow named Noyce. I, I do have uh, a, I did get another email asking if I know Mark Noyce. <laughs> nah, I had no idea. I, I know a Noyce, but I, yeah. that's that's all I know. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> the thing, one of the things I read earlier in the week was they were considering if Brock stays, which he is, we know that, if Brock stays, he would keep the title... And they would put the Intercontinental title on Daniel Bryan and the U.S. title on John Cena to kind of elevate those titles because, okay, these are former world champions now that are Intercontinental champions and they're happy to have this title, or U.S. champions, and they're happy to have this title because it's prestigious, it means something. And, you know, so going into the main event tonight, I'm like, okay... You know, that part came true. Brian's the Intercontinental Champion, Cena's the U.S. Champion. So, yeah, I think we're going to kind of bring some prestige back to these titles in a way of, you know, if Brock wins, and, and of course we'll talk about that in just a minute, if Brock were to win the main event tonight, the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title could headline pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. And that would that would be good. That'd be great. And I think uh, these are the two guys, if you're going to want to bring prestige back to a title, these are the guys to do it, is former world champions. Especially a 15-time world champion in John Cena. And Maven fans going to have a field day with that next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? with, with me saying that. But a 15-time world champion wants the U.S. title. 
He wants the U.S. Oh, title because there's only one world championship now. There's not a lot of spots to be able to go after that. And if he's not in contention for that title, he's in contention for the U.S. title, which is a very prestigious title because a guy like John Cena is like, nope, I'm going for it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's a good point. Definitely a good point. I, I don't know... Um, I st- I don't know if if it's a bad thing at all. I I don't see actually any negative. Personally, I mean, I, there's going to be people that are going to tell me, "Gee, you're retarded because of this quote unquote and this and this." But I I have to agree with you. Like having, you know, the the, the not the prestige, um, the historical championship history, quote unquote, uh, all Cena wins behind that title is certainly going to continue uh, with, with the Russo program, as we talked about earlier, I hope going on. Um, putting the IC title on the technical guy being Brian, o, uh, Brian o, I made up a new name, Brian Danielson. Uh, it, again, that's, uh, on paper, it looks great. I mean, we, we're, we're, the company is, is uh, hopefully they could set up future programs bringing up NXT guys NXT is so full of technical, you know, IWC uh, darlings. <laughs> it's, it, uh, there's there's so much potential, and not on not only that, but I mean, some of the guys in that match. I mean, Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, Luke Harper for Christ's sakes, who had a great run in Ontario. Um, again, another guy. Who he had a great really run. Isn't in, credit great run in Western New do. York too. That's a Rochester boy right there. <laughs> yeah, co- co- Cody. Cody wrote. I mean, sorry. Um, I, I'm going to be shot now. Stardust. Stardust. Um, who we know is better than you know. He's given the opportunity. Every guy in that that whole fucking match was actually pretty damn good. Absolutely. There, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of opportunities to steal the show for pay per view for pay per view. You know I what I, the writers. You know what I would I, love to see is right now on Lucha Underground, we're in the middle of a what they call a classic between Drago and... Uh, uh, fuck, who's the other guy? <laughs> I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um, but but we're, we're in the middle of uh, what they call a classic, which is a series of matches. And I, I how awesome would it be to get a, a, a series of matches... And not even counting the two from the past two weeks, between Dolph Ziggler and Daniel Bryan. Oh, like a, a classic uh, seven best of seven. Yeah, I think, I think they're, and, uh, they're doing like Stevie the best. Richards. Of, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> exactly. They're doing the best of five, I think, with Drago and uh, what the fuck is the other guy's name? That's gonna bug me. <laughs> uh, I'm slipping on it too, man. I'm so bad with names to begin with, but. I'm gonna have to Google this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. I know it's not Phoenix because he's no, because he just he did the Momoites, but uh, I just botched that name. The Momoites. <laughs> yeah, he he did the. Even though I watch, I've been watching it since the beginning. He did the deal um, with with Momoites. So let me see. Yeah, I just I, I keep trying to get the Spanish accent down. You got ripped on it earlier, so you can rip on me all you want. <laughs> no, it's it's cool, man. Like <laughs> some of these names are tough. Is it Aerostar? Might be it. I think it's I, I know the guy you're talking about. I, yeah. I I can see the character, but regardless, anyway. So you get like this sort of best of series with Cigar and uh, Daniel Bryan, or you know, one of my favorite five, Deep Bry, Shucky, Shucky, 
I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to just find out for sure. <laughs> of course you are. Uh, it, it, I, th- I think I think having like some kind of feud with uh, apparently there was supposed to be a program booked going on with uh, Ziggler involved and Daniel Bryan. If we were to be, uh, you know, led to believe that the uh, the dirt sheets are true, I. I expect no one's going to complain about that. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. All, all fair, all fair uh, criticism aside, we we get a lot of redundancy in the WWE. We we watch Raw, then we watch SmackDown. We see the same matches on SmackDown, and then they put the game, them again on Raw. And they've been doing this sort of format for a long time now. But there are certain programs that if they want to build some sort of repetitiveness behind this certainly could not do wrong if they just put that simple label on it just say this is the best of seven that's all you gotta do it and is, actually it, have the wins mean something as opposed to just like yeah we're doing this again yeah. and, and hey could you pay $10 or $60 for it at the end of the month that right. was swell Arrowstar Arrowstar is the uh, opponent for Drago in the best of five and I just found that out through Drago's Wikipedia page which just spoiled fucking Lucha Underground for me so thank you Wikipedia editors there you go you guys are fucking awesome (laughs) did did, did you know that Cookie Monster was the 32nd uh, president of the United States <laughs> yes, I did. As a matter of fact. Wow, I said Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia. You know what? Wikipedia. Uh, I'm going to go on a little side rant. Very short. Wikipedia is accurate if you check with the footnotes, folks. A footnote will lead you to articles that are not Wikipedia and therefore not edited by random Joe. Sorry, Joe. Just <laughs> hey, no, your name no is offense. generic. No, um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, that's how you can fact check that shit. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you got you got to know. I I apparently uh, was traded to the San Jose Sharks, <laughs> so uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's straight, straight out of Australia. Yeah, <laughs> I forget who it was for, but I was I was traded to the San Jose Sharks along with JT and Drow Goddess. Uh, <laughs> it was a package deal, right? Yeah. Now it's gonna bug me who the fuck it was because it was a the guy ended up playing for the Sabers for a little bit too. But anyway, uh, so you know, yeah, I, I don't understand why Undertaker had to go over Bray Wyatt, but then we got to the main event, and you know, Roman Reigns had like this endless fucking entrance coming through the crowd, like shoving people over with like eight billion security guards around him. Nice. Now, I, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but there's rumors they were muting the crowd. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, you could obviously tell they were booing Reigns and they were cheering Lesnar, so if they were muting him, they, they were doing a shitty job. Mm-hmm. Or, or they were just booing him that much more than they sounded like they were booing him. They were definitely cheering Lesnar over Reigns. Hands down, there was no no you know doubt about that, and um, you know of course Brock just got his you know usual entrance, which is cool you know Pyro was late, <laughs> he bounced around on the stage right at the top. 
yeah. doing his thing, getting hyped up. I saw a bit of that. And the pyro was late, and he got to the ring. And then they had the match, and there was, you know, Lesnar dominated the match, but he was bleeding, like, right from the beginning. And I, I, he had to have gotten busted open, like, three different fucking times in the match. Because he had the one on his cheek, he had one on his lip, and then he had one on his forehead. Whether or not he bladed at all, I didn't see him do it. So, yeah, I think he, like, might have actually taken a header into the post. Uh, he's he's gone hard way and well, and his opponents have in a number of matches in well, the yeah. past. John I, would, I would expect it was probably that, but I I got okay. This is kind of where I was getting back into watching a little more uh, focused. It was it was you know a good a good I, I guess a, it wasn't a traditional brawl with like the punches. It was more of like a, a power move. Fast, I guess, the lack of a better way to put it. And uh, I, th- I thought both guys actually did a lot better than I expected them to. I got to give them credit for that. I, I was I was a little bit down, like, outside of storytelling and all the the smirk shit and all that internet negativity. Mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, we, again, going back to what we spoke about before, about, like, you know, I, and, and Brian brought it up in the show, like, who's going to carry the match and all that. I, I felt that both guys did a pretty good job, and they, they worked pretty hard. I mentioned it earlier that, you know, Reigns, aside from a few kicks here and there, his entire offense was three Superman punches and a couple of spears. <laughs> well, he definitely got the, the brunt of the beating. Yeah. You know, like they they it, at moments it almost seemed like they were gonna go with the uh, the SummerSlam finish, a la John Cena, right? <laughs> I just like fucking you know destroy. I'd like to I, I, Paul Heyman's facial facials though, and when when Reigns would get his little turnarounds was brilliant. Oh, Paul Heyman was, like, was all fucked right out there. I'm, I'm, Paul was great out there counting the suplexes. I was going to lose our pool <laughs> than anything else. <laughs> Paul Heyman is out there the guy counting. Is it and me have a, a feud, yeah. even though he's like one of my best my best internet quote unquote friends yeah. that I don't know outside of the internet. But that's cool. Right. Me and you are good. You're on. You're on my top. Yeah. You're my fave five. <laughs> but he's out. Uh, Paul Heyman's out there counting the suplexes. Suplex City, bitch. That's what that's what Brock Lesnar said, and I would like to point <laughs> out that the T-shirt is already available on Barbershop Window. Of course, of course. I'm looking at it right now. I'm on Frankie Feather's Facebook page, as a matter of fact, because I wanted. Yeah, he to doesn't p- touch children, folks. He, he does not touch children. Establish this on. I'm on Frankie Feather's know. Facebook we'll, page. We'll, we'll say it's board wrestling fan number. Uh, I don't know what forty-two. Why not forty-two? Yeah, somewhere around there, right? I got I'm, I'm on Frankie Feather's Facebook page, his his personal page, of course, uh, and he had posted during the main event. I was actually enjoying this WrestleMania until this main event, and okay. Before I, I get to the res- the the follow up to that, I would also like to point out that during this match, I tweeted. You think if the name wasn't already taken, Roman Reigns would have been called Samoa Joe? Because his name is Joe. <laughs> his name really is Joe. That's awesome. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. But when I saw this post, somebody else had already posted, take it back as a comment, and I posted, how do you like it now? And his comment is, fucking love it now. 
because this is now after I had posted on Twitter. Seth Rollins is the motherfucking champion. And Frankie Feather's next post is Seth fucking Rollins. Oh, got got fucking as as the mid adjective. That's that's the power of language, folks. Just he, power of language. <laughs> Seth Rollins winning the title is like I, I'm surprised fucking wasn't trending on Twitter <laughs> because everybody yeah. was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck?" You know, this dude just fucking won the title. And, I, uh, I I just. I, I don't I just, I'm just we're, okay we're doing this podcast based on that finish like that it, that's exactly right. again, that's exactly what it again. is yeah I know I I have no problem with Tyler Black winning the uh, <laughs> the, the title I, I I mean I love it I, I I'm I'm a like you I'm a huge fan of of him and his work and he's made his way up through the independence through ROH through you know the NXT and and the I guess did did he do uh, I don't think he did the Deep South but he did FCW because I know he had those matches with uh, with Ambrose back when he was uh, still Moxley they did a but, yeah they they did a triple threat in FCW uh, with Ambrose Rollins and Reigns oh yeah look, matter look, look those matches up folks like, those are great yeah. too oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you want to go down the the YouTube wormhole. And uh, I'm talking when, to you, Tynus, you need reasons to stay up a few more minutes back, here but before back, school. But, back when Roman um, Reigns was still Liaki. Th- yes. There, there's, there's, there's no part of me that's upset with him winning. It, it, except for what I was speaking about earlier. It's just the booking. It's not, again, it's not the wrestler. I, I have 100% confidence. No, look. I have 110% confidence. Just got to get the bounces. You know, things are going our way. We go out there and we uh, got to skate hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get my hockey references. Of course, in. yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I just hope they, they handle it moving forward in a good way. I don't mind him being a, a you know, a, a chicken shit heel. I, I, that, that has a place in wrestling. In fact, it, it's one of the best things about having a good heel is having a character who can, you know, portray this type of persona it's just a matter of if if they can keep the momentum moving forward in a good way and I, I they fucking totally swerved me dude I, I, I really I totally completely 110% bounce just going away keeping my head up stick on the ice didn't expect a cash in tonight and it was cool I I wasn't expecting him to walk out WWE champion. I honestly wasn't. And then when he came to the ring, when, when his music hit after Lesnar was down and Reigns is like half out of it, like, you know, and, and this match started late. This match started with like less than 20 minutes to go in the pay-per-view. And I said, Rollins might cash in. And Brian goes, there's not time. There was time. And for him to come out, and we've never seen this before, in the middle of a match, and you kind of, it kind of, you know, took me a second. Like, wait, does he come out with a referee and like have his own match in the middle of this match, or does he 
hand this referee the the briefcase, and now he's in this match, and that's that's what happened, of course. Twenty uh, sixth, by the way, was uh, the the number you were right of uh, Daniel Bryan, Triple Crown Champion. Uh, so twenty sixth Triple Crown Champion for Daniel Bryan. Anyway, but but you never seen this before, where a guy comes out of the middle of a match and says, "I want to fucking cash in my money in the bank," and that made it that much better. You can't you can't put it any better than that. It, it was it was an unprecedented moment in WrestleMania history, and in that regard, I th- I think we're gonna look back at a few things that happened, and that we do in this in every WrestleMania. We're we're gonna look back at this as kind of like a Russell nine nine was Hogan right Yokozuna and all that shit right. with the togas and we're gonna look back at this as one of those moments like that I mean this is the only other time that there's a kind of a comparable but not not exactly in a comparable but but I, enough I that you can say okay after the fact <clears throat> the Ouija board kind of did its thing and they're like whoa no one saw that coming and that that that's cool I think it, we were talking it, about that on the air on on today's episode. I guess it's yesterday's episode now because it's one ten here on the East Coast. And <laughs> hey, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thirty minute episode, eh? Yeah, yeah, thirty minute <laughs> episode exactly. Uh, we started at what eleven thirty. <laughs> it's I know. It's I almost know. two hours again. We did this last year. We said the exact same thing. Um, yeah, but, the the talking dead is back on because of course you know <laughs> the WWE Network is still playing ahead. in my living room anyway. Uh, which they're showing the replay of, the, of WrestleMania, but anyway, I, um, you know, I, I, we talked about it on today's show. I think Brian brought it up, saying that it was going to be. He felt like maybe we would have a WrestleMania Nine situation, not in a sense of Hogan comes out and wins the belt, but you know Rollins comes in, cashes in. What I don't think anybody really expected Rollins to come out in the middle of the match and say, "Hey, make it a triple threat. Let me take this title." <laughs> Yeah, it's it's simply, uh, I, I what what's the what's the rule about things are new again twenty years or something like that. It, regardless, it whatever the number is, they they definitely capitalized on something that. Well, Jim Cornette's rule, uh, which is uh, what you're talking about, Jim Cornette's rule is seven years. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. So man. we're we're way past seven years. <laughs> And more than, more than seven years in this case, of course, I guess. Let's see, they could have done it at WrestleMania... Nine, nine t- 31, but they you're right, done, that's they the one I was looking for. WrestleMania 2000. They could have done it at WrestleMania... Whatever one was in 2007. And still been able to do it this year. And, and have it, like, you know, be fresh in the uh, minds of the newer fans. Because, uh, you know, Jim Cornette says seven years. So we could have done this four times, but this is the first time it's happened since WrestleMania Nine. Yeah, and this time yeah, there's there a logical reason for it. I mean, it's, again, uh, the togas would have been great, but <laughs> togas aside, they they definitely found a way to kind of stick with the the expectations. You, you want you want some of the things that are obvious. <laughs> that are good, you know. When we talk about the Brian, when we talk about the, uh, you know, the team factor, like, well, what all the other nicknames of of Cesaro and uh, 
you know, Mr. Cat over there with yeah. his fucking chicken fries. Tyson Kidd and, and Natalia was hot, by the way. Um, yeah. Oh, god damn, she was hot. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll get to that later after the show's over. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> you know, the things like that that were, were awesome. I mean, we got her style, we got her, um, Andre finish, which wasn't obvious from the beginning of the show, but as you pointed out aptly, that the commentary noted to that actually kind of makes sense because they kind of fucking dropped the ball with Cesaro last year which let's not get back into that because that sucked Um, but nonetheless I I like the big show winning that in a way and and they they kind of also managed to kind of swerve us with with the cash in and and taker which that one's a little more controversial I suppose as well and I don't know if it's the end of the road or or not with that one. It might just be based on the injury, and that's okay if it is. They, because, I mean, if he had won it and then he just disappeared, if this is more serious than we know, then that would kind of be fucked up too. I, th- I think Mania did okay. Um, Terminator logic aside, uh, there, were, there were, I mean... I want to go back to that match one more time. Sure. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed seeing the NWO back out there. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I really did enjoy getting DX back out there. And fuck yeah, man. Super kick, Shawn Michaels style. Um, He looked a little bit better in his wardrobe than normal. (laughs) And it was Sting on WrestleMania. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. Whether the match was good or not, I did kind of mark out a bit for all of those segments. It fucking pissed me off, the storytelling. It really did, but in some weird ways, uh, the WrestleMania that we really were so down about delivered, I don't know what my rating is, because I'm not a numbers guy. I don't like putting out, like, five stars. And, right. Like, Nine out of tens or eight out of tens. I and I and I, I, I will I will go back and watch a lot of the show that I, I missed. Especially I want to I want to I want to see the whole full entrance with with Rusev more than anything. By the way, I saw the tank bit briefly. I was fucking brilliant. By the way, it's just, after, after it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, where I rank this one. <laughs> but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't Charles Barkley getting all angry. Um, by the way, you owe me a figurine. Yeah, I, I know. It's 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 still in the closet. <laughs> I took. I was just going through the closet the other like, day. I saw that. But here's the box. I just gotta get to the post office, man. It's like I don't know where exactly the post office is around here, and I, I, I don't I, have. I a think. Okay. Anyway, come back for a circle. Sure, I think yeah. that match was kind of what this WrestleMania was. Was it was it was the match that we all kind of we're looking at is almost the marquee in a way because of it being Sting and and it kind of they just overbooked the shit out of it and yet at the same time they kind of booked everything else really well in a lot of ways outside of again debatably Bray Wyatt and Undertaker and some people might argue John Cena and, and Rusev I guess but 
it was a pretty decent fucking WrestleMania, man. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna disagree with that at all. I I really uh, enjoyed it. By the way, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know this because I know you were uh, already tuned into The Walking Dead by this point. <laughs> During Sting's entrance, the Great Muda and Mr. Fuji were both trending. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll you'll see why when you watch the entrance. Hmm. Neither, okay. neither, neither <laughs> one of them were there. Uh, but def- definitely have to watch the entrance for that. Neither one of them were there, but uh, there there was good reason for both of those trending. <laughs> but uh, I I enjoyed the show. I thought it was I thought it was way better than I anticipated. And of course, you know, the ending just sold me, and that's why we're here. Is that ending? This is exactly what happened last year. We're kind of like, okay, no, we're not gonna do a post show, and then like something fucking incredible happens, and we're like. Yeah, let's do a post show. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's exactly it. Like they, they, they managed to at least find something that would just blow our minds, and that that's that, that's what WrestleMania really. If, if they want to be successful year in and year out, that that's, that's what it should do. Perfect. Yeah. You know, because like, yeah, they can they can book the scene at a win for the kids, and that's cool. Like we grew up with Hogan, and that's fine. But it's it's us old jaded farts. We we just we want to have have that moment where we spit our pop out or beer in my case. Like what? You fucking cash in on one? Yeah. I paid good money for that that micro brew that is on my television screen right now, and possibly my friend beside me who's it's angry at me because he's wet with beer. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh. Hey pal, <laughs> let me wipe wipe you down with this napkin that I have here covered in chicken grease from my chicken wings. Pal, you're I'm hanging out with Murphy. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. You're hanging out with Murphy, your pal. My pal Murphy. That's right. <laughs> uh, I think that's his name. I can never remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of joke you get if you listen to our show all the time. Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern, live right here where you're listening to it now. If, uh, unless, of course, you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> which is uh, yeah, which, of course, we only go thirty minutes um, with the specials. Um, cough, cough. Well, we're, I guess we're at an hour fifty, and yeah. uh, we always go every Sunday, two p.m. Eastern. "Quote unquote cock talk" is our nickname because, well, <laughs> we're a bunch of cocks. You know, I invited, I invited Brian to do the show. And it's nothing to do with Fandango's penis size or anything like that. Yeah. I invited Brian to do the show, and the first thing he says is, can I still talk about cocks? Well, of course, we could have, but... <laughs> yeah, why not? That's, that's, what we, that's what we do on our show, usually. Of course, when we have, like, seven people on the show, it's kind of hard to, to fit cock references in. <laughs> I got a couple in this I'm morning. Sure. That was cool. Yeah. I snuck those in there. You know... And uh, I suck a few in in other places because hashtag cockpicks. Yeah, of course. Dick picks. Yeah, di- dick picks. Right. Now that Seth Rollins is the WWE champion, that's <laughs> that's right. That's a thing. True champion. You know, browsers. You know, I feel bad for uh, Dick Ziggler or whatever his name is on uh, browsers. Do- Dolph uh, Dickler. Yeah, he'll, he'll find a way to, to get it out there. You know, um, I don't really know if there's 
anything in particular that's like going on on Reddit. I'm surprised the, the rage is actually kind of minimal. I, th- I think they might have done good this year, but yeah, for for once, uh, you know, I I think even if uh, you know who was here, he wouldn't have went home angry. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's funny. I I expected a little bit more outrage. I mean, there was some, but they they. I mean, the the most there's there's a couple places online you go for, for the epitome of hate. YouTube comments definitely a place. Reddit, oh my god. They're, they're actually kind of good with everything that went down. I mean, there's, there's some hate. There's going to be a little bit of it. But uh, it's funny. Like, you, I'm going to Circle Jerk, and I'm seeing, like, apologies. You should say Squared Circle Jerk, right? So oh, Squared Jerk. Yeah, my bad. I, squared I Circle Jerk. Squared so, you know, so, 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 my, so anybody that's I'm listening I, for the first I'm time. I'm bad here, with math. Yeah. <laughs> anybody that's it, listening it, the first it, time. It actually here. seems to be people... It's not even apathy. It's just kind of like, yeah, you know what? We might have been a little too angry going in, and I, I would like to think that the uh, the momentum will continue forward. But I don't know. I got my head scratched. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be really good. Do you? Uh, no. Okay. Let, let, let's end our show with something that we kind of ended our show with earlier. Got raw. We got the the hardcores, man. We got like eight billion people from the United Kingdom somehow finding a seat in the arena. There's a lot of them. Like they're sitting on top of each other. On top of each other. They're like totem poles. If you're familiar with uh, First Nations people of Canada. <laughs> we, we carved these things out of wood. Yeah. People sitting on top of people sitting on top of people. There's usually eight or nine or ten of them. It's gonna be gonna be a lot of people in that. Oh wait, I just clicked on. This <laughs> not what I thought it was. I think we overreacted. An oh, apology to somebody from Squared Circle Shirk. Built a mud wasn't so bad after all, as it seems. My bad. Okay, jelly donuts. Anyway, um. <laughs> NXT, who's showing up? Hideo was awesome. We talked about that. Uh, let me let me ask you about Hideo here because he eliminated one person, mm-hmm. and I think we kind of we kind of talked about this uh, last week about whoever wins the NXT tournament is kind of kind of screwed. <laughs> In a sense yeah, of about Dallas and stuff, you saw what they did to him today. Uh, it's kind of well, <laughs> he anyway, jumped over the top of, but but he, he ran around the ring. He eliminated anyway. one guy and and then like you know Big Show just tossed him. Mm-hmm. So and that's what we'll I leave. think. I think we were worried about. Yeah. So do you do well, you think do you think that's going to hurt him in the long run, or is he just going to show up? You know. Uh, maybe they don't put him on Raw tomorrow because we heard Finn Balor and Adrian Neville. Maybe he's just like, okay, hey, yeah. cool, I got to be in this match, and now you're going back to NXT. If you want to see this guy, watch him on NXT. Watch these other guys here on Raw. Do you think, <sighs> do you think this hurts today with Tommy? I, 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 I saw that as... as uh, I kind of almost saw it as a promotional spot for NXT. I... I hate saying that. I just that's what I saw it as. 
it, it kind of fucking sucks because like he's been teasing and teasing and teasing and teasing to go to sleep. Hell, he even had a uh, a back and forth with uh, with Punk on Twitter over the weekend. We never got to that, by the way, in the news. Um, it was, it was I saw the G- I, I left it out, but I, he did have one on Twitter. I saw the GTS though. He did yeah. the GTS. He, and I just don't. I I I, I never got to this in the early. But either as again, it's just like you know, I was gonna shut my mouth. We're running long, and I know everyone's got stuff to do about me. I just, I, I didn't even want him in the fucking match. I was happy with what he did, but it, when you introduce an NXT guy, then he doesn't win. What do you do? What do you do, man? What do you? Where do you go from there? And and I I I kind of want him to charlotte the guy like i think most of the wwe universe quote-unquote universe fuck i hate that word um i i, I hope they actually i'm gonna go back to forgetting and thinking of forgetting about uh remembering sorry about uh charlotte's quote-unquote debut that they did the same because it's just it doesn't do him any favors like it's like yeah you're that guy who got dropped out in the armbar you know Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that kind of sucks because it's fucking Kenta, man. It's not hit day with Tommy. It's well, it is, but it's also Kenta, and and it's it's unfortunate. I mean, this is the guy that like Punk borrowed the. Uh, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna say borrowed the go to sleep from. It's the guy he borrowed the uh, the move that beat John Cena from. Uh, Daniel Bryan borrowed from. Him. Oh, Daniel Bryan, yeah. sorry, and uh, it's, it's unfortunate. I I just don't like the idea of, of that. I kind of want him to go away and come back. I kind of want this forget, remember, forget thing to work for him, just based on principle alone. Because he, there's so many people he's inspired, and so many wrestlers that. He's given uh, ideas to that he's not really given credit to, and that sucks. And that—that's—I mean, I'm not—I'm not the most well-versed Japanese wrestling guy. I, I've gotten more into it over the last couple of years, even more so, especially since January. Um, people kept pushing me. You know, in 2014, I was starting to like really get in on it with the G1. And I kind of went down the YouTube uh, wormhole and became more familiar. And then by the time we got to Wrestle Kingdom in January, it was just like, fuck, shit is on like Donkey Kong, man. I don't know. I, I would rather I would rather find a way to hopefully get, uh, almost call them Pac, Adrian Neville, mm-hmm. and uh, Finn Balor, uh, Baylor, Balor, I know I'm fucking that up with the accent. Fuck off, Mark. You're listening somewhere. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think, I think the program there. I'm kind of hoping that that's that's a thing. If they can bring Hideo in, just kind of find a way to work around that. Uh, that'd be cool. But I, I was worried about that going in, and I, I'm a little worried about it coming out. I yeah. guess that's my take. We'll we'll see what happens with him. I guess. I mean, I he's a much better performer than a Bo Dallas. 
Yeah. But that you know, there's that perception. If anybody hasn't really seen him and doesn't know what he's capable of, you know that oh well, this guy just jobbed in the fucking battle royal. So what the fuck do I care about him now? But I guess that remains to be seen. I guess we'll find out uh, maybe as early as tonight on Raw. Yeah, we're hours away, bud. Yeah. And that, that's that's a big question mark. They uh, they tend to debut at least one or two. Uh, yeah. We may or may not get Hideo. We may or may not get the other two gentlemen. Hello. At the well, very least, I would think Neville. Be. I would think we're getting Neville finally, and maybe Charlotte. But yeah. I, I don't know if we're gonna I get. The, I don't know. The, if we're Divas, the Divas thing is a big question mark. There, yeah. there's, uh, there, there's. I think, I think the, the catch twenty two is like. There are a lot of people criticize this idea that's like you can only bring up one on once and people get buried or forgotten about. Then there's also the concept where it's like, well, if there isn't people for them to work with, then you know, and that's a catch twenty two. Like you bring up Charlotte, it's like, yeah, well, that's all fine and dandy, but you're gonna work with who? Right. You know, if if you work with Paige, that'd be great. Yeah. If you work with AJ, that'd be cool too. Uh, then we're back to the bell problem. Well, we'll, uh, we'll you know, it all remains to be seen. Good news problem. Good news problem. It's not because it's it's we're back to square one. It all remains to be seen, and I guess we'll we'll find out starting tonight with the the uh, as as I like to call it, Rosselmania. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you say? It's been two hours. We say we call it. Yeah, I probably should. I, at this point, we probably end up rambling on about other jargon and. All that jive. I'm sure. Uh, I'm I'm sure. sure. We never even got to the sheet treats, but that's fine. We'll yeah, get to them the next yeah, week. We'll save that for JT Land. Yeah, JT will have those for us next week. I'm sure. Tynus man, good, tinest man, good luck for stay. Good luck staying awake. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern, we're here. Follow us on Facebook, BoardWrestlingFan.com on Facebook, at BoardWrestlingFan on Twitter. That's Board Wrestling Fan Without Balls. I'm at Think So Joe. He's at G of the Internet. We do this every week. So, uh, yeah. Tune in. I have Charles Barkley kidnapped in my basement. And I live in an apartment. How does that work? No, you don't. He's in my closet. Oh. I should have started the music later. <laughs> I thought that was R. Kelly. Yeah, he's in a closet, too. I thought that was a urinal. (laughs) Could have been. Okay, good night. Defecate on everyone. Good night, everybody. Except me.